0: Your your sound is down Oops,
1: sorry there there we go i was like why is it why is it not <laughs> recording my voice here but hello there hello how are we doing this is two peas in the snow here on ksua 91.5 fm fairbanks alaska <laughs> i don't know why i blanked there um yeah how are you doing Kristen?
0: i'm good i just looked at that paper and saw that we could have people phone in
1: yes it's something we should totally do at one yeah, point. Yeah, we should. Uh, We're going to have our live episode and see how have that goes.
0: have a Q&A live episode thing.
1: Uh, of course, we just have to figure out how to incorporate um, the phone call, I guess, into the audio and everything. Just ha- have the phone, like, all right, put it right oh, next to you. that's true. But yeah. It's it a, probably
0: plays on speaker. I think so. I think it plays on speaker.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it's a cloudy day today. Might rain. Who knows? Yeah. It's not that bad. Although always cloudy days cause your skin to get more tan. Contrary to the proper belief. Really? Yeah. How that's, does that? That's why um people, like if you go to the beach uh. and there are, well, it's cloudy, right? Or there's something and people like they don't put sunscreen because like, oh, it's fine. They end up getting burnt. I guess maybe more sensitive skin, but so they can get really burnt on their hand. I mean, there are in their skin.
0: Oh, so you're saying that people tend to get more tan because they don't wear sunscreen on a cloudy day because it doesn't seem like the sun is Yeah, it's out. supposed to
1: be, yeah. And I think it might have oh. to do with, like, UV rays. I might be wrong, yeah. but that's, okay. that's what's well, pretty, pretty interesting.
0: I guess that doesn't apply to me because <laughs> I don't <laughs> wear sunscreen ever it's at all. A, it
1: doesn't apply to us. <laughs> I mean, I get my, my fair share of tan, but...
0: I've literally never had a sunburn in my life.
1: I only got one recently... But because I, my forehead never receives <laughs> light from the sun. <laughs> so when it did, it just started peeling off a little bit. But then it was fine. Oh. I'm like, cool. It's yeah. whatever.
0: Don't know what that feels like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's, that seems either sac- sarcastic or, you know, you're saying the truth.
0: I am saying the truth. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also saying I'm very happy to be tan and that I've never had a sunburn in my life. That's true.
1: That's true. That's true. Well, uh today's topic after thats side tangent is next stop flying stories. I think it's pretty fitting, although I think we were trying not to intermingle it with our traveling Travel, episode, yeah. yeah,
0: well, we didn't talk about the flights that much
1: or just the process yeah. you know our experiences with like TSA and stuff like that, but we'll totally delve into those type of things for sure, yeah. Um, but I guess to start off, I got to ask you in all your flights that you've taken so far, Mm -hmm. like what's your preferred seating arrangement? Like where do you like window seat?
0: I'm a window seat person.
1: And how so? I I guess like, why do you prefer Well, when I
0: was a little kid? It was because I wanted to look out the window, but Mm -hmm. now it's literally because, um, well, I'm a bigger person, so I don't like the middle seat because I feel like, I'm very aware of my body and even though I'm not very wide, like I'm still very aware of my body and I don't yeah. like being sandwiched in between two people very closely where I yeah. feel like I'm in their way as opposed to the other way around. I hate the aisle seat because I just hate the aisle seat. Mm-hmm. I don't when they like walk past you
1: with the carts and everything. Yeah,
0: like I have long arms, so like mm-hmm. it, my arms are always in the way. Yeah. The only thing nice about the ILC is that, like, you can kind of, like, put your foot out. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. hundred oh, percent. I think that's one of the reasons for me why I'm yeah. more of a taller person. Um, so it's mainly that. And then also, I find it better if I want to use the bathroom. Yeah. I'm not inconveniencing anyone.
0: See, I've definitely heard people say that they prefer the ILC because they use the bathroom a lot. Yeah. I purposely try not to use the bathroom on an airplane, mm. like... Literally try not to use the bathroom at all on an airplane if I can avoid it. Yeah. So that's also why I like the window seat because I don't go to the bathroom that much.
1: Yeah. No, for me, it's mainly would be for number one. I don't really like to drink too many liquids on on a flight.
0: Mm.
1: It's just never been something that I've been.
0: It's bad for you, but I'm just really good at holding my pee.
1: I mean (laughs) that. And then also, apart from that, any taste is completely different. Like if you drink orange juice on a flight. It just doesn't have that acidic taste.
0: There's a scientific reason for that. It's Mm -hmm. something about like altitude changing your taste buds. Yeah. I forgot. I just remember reading it like, why does Coke taste so good on a flight or something like that? And I mean, I always like ginger ale, but on a Mm. flight for some reason, I don't know. Some days I do really like it and then some days I don't. But for the most part, I feel like I really like sodas on a flight more than not no, not sprite. But Coke and ginger ale for some reason, like on a plane. Yeah, I'm like.
1: See, I for me, I'm usually a sprite dude, and if I ever have it on a plane, it actually feels more stale. Like yeah. tastes more stale.
0: Yeah, sprite is not that great on a flight for some.
1: Reason. No, it makes it more stale. I for me, I just want something cold. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is, It's just like that. So that's I usually go with those type of things. Like I don't. Okay, I don't understand people who drink coffee on a flight, mm. and then also drink alcohol because that that buzz, supposedly gets you like even. Or it gets you more buzzed, which I guess for people who are anxious, it could yeah serve for them like beneficially. But for me, I was like, why? Why?
0: The only time I've drinking alcohol on a flight was when it was like one of like there was a captain or uh it wasn't a flight attendant. I'm pretty sure it was someone who flies planes, a pilot. That's like, the, the pilot word. Pilot or co-pilot. For. A pilot, but not the pilot of the flight. he was just riding on the flight so
1: the co-pilot
0: no no no. he wasn't the co-pilot is also like in the cockpit no this was like a pilot that was riding on the flight trying Um, to get to the next location okay to fly a plane from that airport i guess i don't know Mm -hmm. but it was like his birthday or something and so they gave everyone free wine and i was like okay yeah
1: (laughs) And, like, I want it to be a red blend, I don't know, whatever. So because that's like,
0: the only time that I've ever drinking it on a flight. And I don't even like wine. But I was like, it's free. I'll take it. He's like, <laughs>
1: I need the buzz. I got to bring up a point going back to, um I guess, the TSA mm-hmm. experience. I don't understand why people say it's so bad that, that they usually say it is. Yeah. You know, like, the whole thing. Like, they're like, oh, it's, like, the worst thing ever. I'm like, it's fine. Sure, there are I long think- lines, but it's, like.
0: I think if you compare it to before 9 11, mm. um, TSA was nowhere near as bad as it is now. Of yeah. course, I was a little kid then, so I don't particularly remember, even though I have flown a lot even before 9 11. Yeah. Um, but I can say that I always am super prepared for TSA. I never wear a belt, mm. I wear shoes that can easily slip on Th- and off. That's
1: something I would like,
0: do. I don't, I try not to bring food. Mm-hmm. I don't like, You know, I don't put a laptop in my bag most of the time because I don't need to bring a laptop with me wherever I'm going most of the time because, Mm. yeah, it's a pain in the butt trying to pull your laptop out of your bag. I just, like, go... I mean, like, everyone knows... Well, not everyone. I guess there are some people. But people who frequently fly knows what TSA entails. So it's, like, just prepare yourself for that. Like, put stuff that needs to be pulled out at the top of your bag or, like, things like that. Like, just go... Like, what I do is I will literally bring, like, slides, and I'll put an extra pair of shoes in my bag, like, sneakers, so that I have something I can easily slide on and off when I'm going through TSA, and then I'll just put my sneakers on Mm. after I get through TSA. Like, it's...
1: Saves wonders. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I do have to admit that the last few times that I was flying, I brought my Switch, and I brought my laptop. Oh, So, I have to take out, like, I pretty much had four bins yep. of just stuff cuz i had like my backpack in one i had my um computer in another one cuz if it it's exactly one bin yep and then i had my switch my belt my shoes not my, my my belts my keys or whatever in yep. that one and then i had my shoes
0: <laughs> yep
1: so i have four of them and then like after that i'm just like hopping like all right kink-kink. i know
0: i hate that i did learn something about tsa though is mm-hmm. that if you frequently go through tsa at a specific airport I was told that the scan, like the things that scan your body. Yeah. Kind of remember you. Yeah. In a way, because every single time I go through TSA in Fairbanks, mm-hmm. um, especially after I started, well, before last year, obviously last year that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I frequently flew on a plane probably three to four times a year out of Fairbanks. And every single time I go through TSA and Fairbanks, I get a ding saying that there's something that's like around my hip area, but a little bit lower, like mm-hmm. closer to my lady bits. And so yeah. I always have to get felt up <laughs> and I'm like, it's literally in the same spot every single time, like every single time it's in the same spot area that i like get dinged for and i don't have and i don't have anything and i'm like the last time that i did it i was like why the heck does this always happen to me and it's always in the same spot and the lady was like oh do you fly frequently and i was like probably like three to four times a year and she's like yeah the scanner probably just remembers you and is dinging you in the same place every single time because of that like because of the first time for whatever reason you got dinged and because you fly so frequently like it just like memorizes that Whatever, like, I don't yeah. know how to explain it, but I'm like, oh, this is a chip.
1: <laughs> Oddly enough, I've had the same experience. And the thing is, I usually wear like jeans, right? So this one time I knew I was going. So I wore um, these pants, but then it had no metal on the pants. So even mm-hmm. the buttons were just regular buttons. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it can't dig me. And it's still digging me. I'm like, why? Why does it dig me in the yeah. same place? It's always the same place, similar to, like, the same area that you're talking about. Yep. It's, like, for me, it's, like, above, like, a little bit below the waist, and it always thinks me in the same area. I'm, like, why? Why are you doing this? It's, like, do you really need to fill me up?
0: I know. <laughs> and every single time, too, they're always, like, because of where it's at, they're always, like do you want to go to a separate room yeah, for yeah, I'm privacy? Like, and I'm like, no, like, I don't want to leave my stuff and take even longer. Just yeah. freaking fill me up in front of everyone. I don't care.
1: <laughs> put, put some put some cool jams while you're doing it. You're like, yeah, woo, or whatever. <laughs> my God. All right, so now we, we pass through phase one of the airport. <laughs> so now that we're inside, I got to say, it's only recently that I actually, I like, think the last time that I fly. Mm-hmm. um I actually really noticed the um, the international section where or like the cost free tax free tax free oh areas. yeah like duty free duty free yeah yeah and just seeing the price for stuff I'm like is this really like worth it like I don't understand I don't understand much of the duty free it mainly has to do with alcohol perfumes and then chocolates that's the, that's all I see pretty much yeah in the in the duty-free section.
0: Yeah, I'm not rich enough to understand mm. how that stuff works.
1: Yeah, no, because
0: <laughs> I know it's like if you buy a certain amount in a different country, like you can do something for taxes and something, something, something. Well,
1: yeah. what is that? But and also, there's some. Well, of course, I think most airports they don't allow you to carry your own alcohol. Oh yeah. So yeah. I think pretty much that's like their version of like oh this is where you can buy it yeah. but it's nothing like simple you know yeah. it's always like the Hougie, good yeah. high brand type of things so yeah. i'm like why and i always i always love the <laughs> either the the older asian ladies or like some other guy who always like picks up the brandy and like ooh, oh my god <laughs> it's like what is this uh what is it um uh, remy martin xo it's funny and then also perfume okay i don't understand much with the perfume thing like why why do you need it like even as a guy i don't really wear that often perfume i used to as a kid and it was mainly always for like going somewhere that you wouldn't go often Mm -hmm. right but apart from that like i don't wear it i don't find a need Mm. like i know i know a few guys who have just collections of cologne yeah and stuff i'm like why why do you need i need today i feel musk i need <laughs> this type of musk i'm feeling fruity or whatever I'm like, it's the same thing you just need one
0: some people just like smelling good
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow i don't know you calling me out here
0: no i'm not saying you smell bad i'm just saying that like mm-hmm. people use cologne and perfume because they want to smell good yeah
1: and- Although I have to say there's some people who don't wear it or if they wear it, it somehow just stays attached to their body that smell. And it just doesn't like even if they shower or whatever, it's they still have that smell. I'm like, how
0: probably they found a because col- like perfume and cologne, like when you're testing, when you're smelling stuff in a store, it's really not good to just smell straight out of the bottle. Like you mm. really need to spray it on yourself and let it sit there for like 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. Because cologne and perfume mix with your natural body chemicals. Yeah. And so different perfumes and colognes can smell different on different people. Mm -hmm. Like, not all... Like, if you sprayed a perfume on me and sprayed a perfume on you, it would smell differently on us because our body... Like chemical wise is like different. Yeah. So I think that the ones where people just constantly smell like that, mm-hmm. either they're drowning themselves in their <laughs> cologne yeah. or perfume, or they've just happened to find the perfume that like
1: best suits them.
0: Yeah. Mixes with their body chemical, whatever it is. Yeah. Like perfectly.
1: Well, speaking about body chemicals that fit perfectly. Um, We're already 18 minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're going to go to our first uh, song break. And I imagine you saw the songs I chose. And you're like, why is this artist twice? And I have to say, I've been in a little bit of a Carly Rae Jepsen kick. And I've been listening (laughs) to her albums. (laughs) And I got to say, these are underrated bangers. I really (laughs) do like them. So we have Emotion by Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, We just have Julian, and I add in the middle just a good old classic disco or whatever, not techno song, uh, around the world, la, 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 (laughs) by a touch of class, you know, just just a touch, a smidget. So (laughs) I hope you guys enjoy this, and we will be right back. (laughs) welcome back to two peas in the snow so after i say tangent about perfume let's actually get into the topic here of flying stories so i'm not sure if you want to start out first with any memorable moments while flying
0: um i don't have any like super 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 super
1: interesting stories
0: Yeah. Not really. (laughs)
1: Come on. Have you met anyone famous on the airport? Has there been a rude person? A really awkward interaction? She's nodding to everything I'm saying right now. You're saying that I only have really funny and weird, interesting stories.
0: Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Okay. Maybe I've just flown too much that nothing phases me. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like I have. I've definitely never met anyone famous or seen anyone famous. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure I have it.
1: Well, I guess I'll I'll say my most dramatic story. Okay. Quote unquote. Go for it. Um, so this has to be my most recent flight that I ever took. I was coming back to Alaska. Yeah. So I was going from uh, where was it coming from? Minnesota. Oh, from, yeah, Minnesota. <laughs> it was from Minnesota to Seattle, mm. and I think I might have told you a story. I'm not sure, 100. It's like a
0: three-hour flight, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, three four-hour flight. Um, so we're in the plane, right? And around let's say two hours in, mm-hmm. um, you get you get the thing that you only think that you would hear in. A movie or something the the flight attendant picks up her phone it's like hi um is there a doctor on board and i was like oh shoot this is going down (laughs) like what what is occurring right now so pretty much um i think there is there is one overall Mm -hmm. so um you know everyone just they're all going to the back and then we're all just kind of like, What is happening? Yeah. And then I look behind me and there are like a bunch of people huddled over someone. I didn't know who it was at that time. Uh-huh. And um there's at one point where At one the, of the back
0: of the plane, or is it yeah, like directly I'll, I'll, behind you?
1: Um no oh. a bit like maybe five seats behind me on the other other side.
0: Oh, okay. Right.
1: So I was like, okay, like something's happening. Like, are they like fainting or something? Mm. Um, Until the flight attendant, one of the flight attendants goes up to the front and then comes back with a bag. And pretty much right next to me on the other side, the other people, uh, this lady takes out these two wires and connects them up there, which I've never noticed that those wires were there in the first place. So she connects him there and takes out a defibrillator.
0: Oh, yep.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. This is something more serious then. So yeah. is it
0: the was it the patches?
1: Yeah, the patches. Okay. Yeah. But so those were the electric like yeah. things. I was like, oh, okay. Like things got interesting now. Um and so the the person who was a doctor, I guess, um
0: or a medical. Yeah, medical I think user. I think yeah. I think
1: they were a nurse or something. So yeah. They had experience, so then they go and um, they start doing their thing. You know, they're not loud or anything. You know, because I think every it was kind of late, so people were kind of sleepy, kind of mm-hmm. not. Um, so you know they're doing their their whole thing, um, and it just seems like the person, from what I understand, they were just having a really hard time breathing to the point where like they're almost getting like an asthma attack slash like cardiac arrest. Mm. So. They had to do that on them. So then we're just kind of all here, like, oh, gosh, like, what's happening, right? Right. So then they're making um, connection with the tower and explain everything. And here, here's, like, the interesting, like, such weird part. So um, the, you know, once they manage to calm that situation or whatever, they take the prongs out or whatever from the upper upper hand mm-hmm. upboard. Up and then the... F- captain or the flight attendant i forgot who says first that pretty much once they um that they've already made communications and that there's going to be ambulance or whatever crew there yeah and then after that they tell us that okay so once we land um make way like please stay in your seats yeah you all need to
0: chill until this person gets off
1: Yeah. yeah like they're gonna be coming in and taking them out right we're like okay cool and then, let's like, say, half an hour later, and, like, we're, we're getting pretty close. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, never mind, you know, you can all, like, do it or whatever. And we're like, okay. And then, like, 15 minutes later, they're like, okay, never mind. <laughs> you can scratch that one again. Everyone, please stay seated. So then we land and everything, right? Yeah. And then um, from there, we see the ambulance people or whatever. They uh-huh. come in. And then they take out this young girl. which I thought it was like an older person, but it's like a, I would say she's like fifteen, or oh. like thirteen to fifteen. So it's her They take her and um, the mom and like the two brothers and sisters or whatever. Uh huh. So they take them out, right? I was like, oof. Um, but she looked fine. I guess she just looked really pale and weak. So mm. I was like, mm. and then um so they get out and then everyone starts you know getting up or whatever. Yep. So then I turned to the person next to me I'm like that was an experience. <laughs> Cuz I've never of course I've never seen something like that yeah. occur before. So that that was was really interesting and then after that one after that happened we got on the plane from Seattle to Fairbanks. Yep. And then in that plane <laughs> They there was a dog on board or whatever. Uh-huh. So there's a point where pretty much the the dog that dog just did it did two on the, on the owner's lap. It's like Oopped. a small dog. Yeah, I think because they're, they're oh. in the cage. But like <laughs> you, can, the whole cabinet reeked.
0: Ooh.
1: To the point where they're like, be like, there might be the chance that the mask will fall down. In order to, you know, for everyone to breathe. Yeah. Because it was bad.
0: Oh, my (laughs) god! So then then they had the
1: woman. I think it was a woman. Has to take their dog into the bathroom (laughs) to clean herself up. And I think also the dog. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. And that was (laughs) funny. Because then afterward, everyone's like. Like, even the baby that was crying earlier silent, <laughs> silent. <laughs> it's like maybe <baby> died
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
1: so i think that that's the most extreme case that i've had to witness in the flight other other funny ones were um i think honorable mentions were a couple just like making out like making out in the corner oh lovely. like there were like i think two seats in front of me but on the other aisle
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and they're just like making out and then there's this poor person who's like on the outside seat who just kind of sitting there.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> and I can tell, like, he literally is looking like this. He's kind of like, he's looking up head. and there's a point where he just kind of like looks to the side to the aisle and just kind of like, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> like, I felt so bad for the guy. I'm like, uh, like, this is sucky.
0: <laughs> they couldn't think of a better time to kiss than yeah. on an airplane. Huh?
1: And I think they were pretty tipsy.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. I have had a few times on airplanes where um, doctors have been called to the back or mm-hmm. medical person. And I actually, on my flight to many <laughs> on my flight from Seattle. No, it was from Fairbanks to Seattle, mm-hmm. I think. Um we did have that case where they were like, Hey, medical emergency staff are going to be waiting at the airport. You guys need to sit down and wait until this person gets off the plane. Yeah. But I never really found out what was wrong. But Mm -hmm. as far as I know, it wasn't something apparently serious enough that a medical people needed to come, but not serious enough. Like, I don't think they, they didn't use a defibrillator as far as I know, they didn't even use a first aid kit. Like, I Mm -hmm. don't really know what was happening. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I really don't have that many interesting flight stories. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, um, I was going to say, there is this one time where I think I was going down to El Salvador and we no, either we're going down or we're coming back up. Mm -hmm. One of two. And then we were hitting pretty bad turbulence at Mm -hmm. one point. So, you know, I'm just kind of like, okay, bumpy ride or whatever. And I've there was quite a few people who were, like, their first time on the plane, yeah. I guess. Because then I'm just hearing in, the, in, like, the back corner or whatever, just, like, someone praying pretty loudly. <laughs> and then um, I think there was a few seats in front of me in my aisle. Like, I could just clearly hear this child ask her mom, like, are we going to die?
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I'm here, like... Maybe who knows? <laughs> I I'm gonna get so much hate for this. Mm-hmm.
1: But, <laughs> but you love you love that.
0: I kind of like airplane turbulence. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like airplane. Turbulence. Is it you like
1: the swaying of boats? You don't get seasick. You love turbulence.
0: I actually don't get seasick. I don't get that's what I'm saying motion like, sickness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah I kind of like turbulence. I don't know. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I went to Seattle with um like Sean, Peter, a couple of the Japanese students mm-hmm. and um we flew out of Anch- we drove to Anchorage and yeah. flew out of Anchorage, stayed the night at Sean's place when we came back mm-hmm. to, into Anchorage and then drove back up to Fairbanks like that's how um cheap the flights were out of Anchorage. <laughs> yeah. Um and <laughs> On the flight from Seattle to Anchorage, for some reason, we had, like, I would say it's, it was a little bit more than normal turbulence. Like, uh, not the whole way through, but, like, the intensity of it was a little bit more than what regular turbulence would be. Yeah. Um. But to me, it still wasn't that bad. But, like, when we got off the plane, like, everyone, went, like, Peter, uh, Sean... Like, one of the Japanese students, they were all talking about how bad the turbulence was and how, like, kind of nervous they were. Nervous yeah. they were. Mm-hmm. And, like, Sean was like, I couldn't sleep. It was so bad. And I was like, that turbulence didn't feel that bad. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. I've, I've had worse turbulence than mm-hmm. that, huh?
1: <laughs> it's like, you're just a chicken. You're being a chicken. <laughs> no, but...
0: I feel like it's because airplane move Like, any movie where an airplane is crashing... They make the airplane kind of, like, shake around, yeah. like, how when literally, turbulence is.
1: Where literally it's just um, the camera shaking itself. Yeah. Everyone's pretending.
0: I mean, I can't say that the airplane wouldn't feel like you're having turbulence if it yeah. was crashing. Because I'm sure maybe, depending on what the reason it was crashing, it would feel like that. But yeah. I think because people associate airplane crashing with that, like, turbulence feeling. That's why turbulence, like, makes so many people nervous. Yeah. But I'm like...
1: I think the the captain
0: would say, you know, like, I think the captain would be like,
1: hey, uh, we're currently
0: going down. No, I mean, like, if, like, (laughs) they say there's turbulence, but I mean, like, if the plane was actually crashing, I think Uh, they would say something as well.
1: (laughs) Mm, I mean, sometimes they're trying to stabilize the plane as much as they can.
0: Yeah, but you also, like, people have to try to get off the plane sometimes, too.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean... It depends on whether or not it's it's something that they can predict. Like, let's say if they're they're gonna crash into the ocean, yeah. I think that's something more. We're like, okay, we can try to diverge, yeah. Or, you know, divert what's happening here. So, yeah. Especially, I think that if the, if the Final Destination movies never happened, I think like pretty much no one would have this conception about mo- like uh, airplane rides. Yeah. Like if the first one never happened. Everyone would be fine. Pretty much, if none of them would have happened, <laughs> everyone would have been like chill.
0: Yeah, that's the same thing with like logs in the back of a truck. Oh yeah,
1: logs <laughs> in the back of the truck. Uh, roller coaster ride. Um, the fourth one was pretty lame, to be honest.
0: I haven't seen all of them. I just no. The
1: fourth one is is like the the setting is in a race race car oh, stadium. Yeah, I have not. And supposed to, that one's supposed to be the last one, and they made it a 3D. Oh, Like, they tried oh to put, like, 3D gosh, effects or whatever. Oh. No. So, like, th- there's a point where, like, a tire comes running, and it basically hits yeah. someone, but it's supposed to be like, oh, it's going to yeah. make your face or whatever.
0: It was probably in that 3D phase that we had. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but I, I think 5 actually redeemed itself in some ways, although it kind of put the story for a loop here because – should I put spoiler <laughs> –
0: Sure. Okay, it's Spoil- spoilers
1: here if you've never watched any, like, all, all the movies. Technically speaking, Five is before the first movie. Mm. Because the ending of Five, like, I think almost a decent amount of people, like, survive in that one. But they end up getting on the plane of the first one because they're going to France. And then mm. they end up <laughs> dying. And so, frankly speaking, the the um, the guy from the first movie is actually in the second, but of course it just feels weird because of course you have this like nice looking movie, yeah. right? But this is supposed to be set before this first movie, mm. which looks a lot more you know grainier and whatnot. Right. So you you kind of get confused with the timelines, right. but it makes sense. You're like, oh, okay. So it's it's really interesting. It's like they didn't like no one actually gets to escape, even though that's like the ending of the right. five movies, but. But I did I did like the, the location that they chose, which was the bridge. Cause I think they choose the San Francisco Bridge.
0: Oh the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, I think
1: that's what they're that's where they're at. Um when pretty much something like they're constructing or whatever and just decides to break itself and then the wires are snapping all over the place. So it's like, okay, it's a legitimate fear <laughs> that people could have. Yeah, so, yeah. I think they did a really good job of just portraying like those type of fears. Mm-hmm. Um, unto people. That's a side, another side divergence.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. We, we have very limited time, but yes. we can't talk about airplanes without talking about airplane food. Like about how the- do you feel <laughs> about airplane food?
1: Mm. Chicken is always the best option. Yes. Especially if it's chicken and tomato soup or like tomato sauce. Mm. I think that's like your safest bet. Anything. Um. Why so much butter for the, for the bread? Who knows? Heaven knows. Yogurt, okay. Um, they usually give you those biscuits. They constantly give you those biscuits. Have you ever gotten those?
0: Those biscuits.
1: Like before you get the meal, they sometimes give you the biscuit, and then when you get the meal, you get you get another pack of biscuits.
0: Oh no, I. And
1: my biscuits, cookies, right? So. <laughs>
0: Most of my – because, you know, they give you food on flights that are usually six hours or longer, I mm-hmm. think it is. Yeah. Um, And I have not been on a flight six hours or longer since I was a kid until February, uh, April of 2019 when I went to Thailand with my mom. Mm-hmm. And we were flying Korean Air, so our food was not – like, it wasn't like an American airline, so yeah. the food style was different, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I personally like long flights better than shorter flights, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. The seats are more comfortable. There's more space, um, even in the cheapo seats. <laughs> yeah. um, and I had always heard that Korean Air had the best, some of the best airline food mm-hmm. um, for international flights. And I'm not going to lie that it was not that bad. Um,
1: it met your expectations?
0: They... Well, their, like, most popular dish that they do for dinner is, like, bibimbap, Mm -hmm. which is not a chicken option. It's a beef option. Yeah. But it was actually pretty decent. Of course, it's not, like, actual bibimbap that you would get in a Korean restaurant. Yeah. But, like, for airplane food, I thought it wasn't that bad. And Korean Air is, like, really on it with their desserts. Their desserts are great. They gave us this, like, yellow kiwi yogurt that was really good on one of the flights. I got freaking... Uh, like, not quite the size of, like, a Ben & Jerry's, which is, like, I think a pint. It was smaller. Yeah. It was a more, like, one-serving type cup, mm-hmm. like this big I'm showing, JC. Yeah. Um, but it was, like, strawberry cheesecake ice cream, and I was like, what is this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, um, I'm sold.
0: Yeah, dude, and it was so good, too. It was not even, I don't, like... It was probably just like the airplane company that makes it. Like it wasn't a specific brand, like Häagen-Dazs or something. Yeah. But like that ice cream was good. It slapped. <laughs> it did slap.
1: Yes. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up in a sweet note here with the cheesecake, strawberry <laughs> cheesecake. Uh, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. We are going to be playing um Kristen songs. Yeah. Um, before we leave, so can you tell us which ones they are?
0: Oh, um, I tried to have a theme, which was, like, flying, travel, airplane. It kind of fell apart, but it is what it is. Yes. Um, so the first one is Night Sky, I think, right? hmm By someone.
1: Hane, <laughs> milk Milky Day, and Frog. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, just because I had Sky in the title, honestly. Yeah. Like, I was just trying to... I had the other two songs when I was trying to find the other ones. Okay. Second one is Fly by Got7 it's crappy k-pop song it's not crappy Mm -hmm. i have a lot of nostalgic feelings for this song which is part of the reason why i chose it as well yeah um it's a very feel-good song for me just because of memories and things and then the third one is uh which means like i'll accompany you or i'll join you and long means like uh, kind of like you know like nomads like people who just like travel around yeah. following food or something. So long kind of has that kind of meaning, but as a verb, just like you know, the tra- going around traveling. Yeah. I think it's a like I don't yeah I don't remember. But anyways, yeah that's that's it.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, hope you guys who are tuning in right now live um, enjoy the song selection. And if you want to actually check them out, we have our ins- Instagram. Well, we do have our Instagram yes. at, at Two Peas in the Snow Official. Uh, we also have on, you can find us on YouTube and on Spotify as Two Peas in the Snow. On Spotify, we have our current selection of this week's songs. But on our YouTube um, playlist, we have every single song that we've played on every single show. So. Unless it somehow got taken down because of whatever. But we do our best to keep them all up there. So hope you guys enjoyed this show. Have a great week. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.